Hey everyone, my name is Nick. And my name's Kat. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Made for You and Me, an educational and entertaining podcast about the history, geology, wildlife, and other fun facts within America's best idea, the national parks. But not today. That's not what we're doing today. We're not talking about all those things. We're not? No. Well, not directly. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, we're all talking about the national Actually, parks. Actually, we do cover quite a bit. But, like, specifically, really. I guess you're right. Good point. We're not really um, getting into those. <laughs> so, um, we are going to talk about, very briefly, about music today in the national parks. So, Nick and I have probably talked about this for a month. Because I had what I thought was a great idea to do... um, Songs inspired by the national parks. Yeah, and I thought that was going to be so easy. It could... If if it ended up being like we were thinking, it would have been pretty easy. It's not a Googleable thing. It's not at all. Um, it would have taken a lot of like research of like looking up mm-hmm. song names and then looking up. So um, it's a little bit different than I expected. But first, I feel like we might need to talk about our week because it's been it's been a while. It's been a long time. How's yeah. your week been? Um, my week has been good. The weather's kind of been all over the place, and so have I. Yesterday was so warm, but so windy, and then today was so still and so cold, but was on the beach a lot this weekend um, in between like house projects, hits and like painting and spackling and a few other things. So in between taking breaks and letting things dry, went on the beach with a pup and we walked and we played ball. And um, so overall, that was a pretty good time. And, um, you know, work is just kind of cruising on through until the holidays. Yes. Yes. So, how about you? Well, I have a little story for you. And I thought that I was going... There's a twist at the end. (laughs) So, um, I get a DM today from a company that is asking me if I would like to be a brand ambassador. (gasps) And they are, like, a very, like, nature-y company. And I was like, Nick is going to hate me. (laughs) And I also got my hair did, like real did it looks recently. Real good. So I was like, it's it's the hair. The hair oh brought this the company to me and they were like, Oh, she's like an eco girl. She's learning about the national parks and she's gorgeous. And I was like, so I DM them back <laughs> and we had like a little combo. And so I didn't expect free stuff. Okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, I actually was gonna say I I don't care. I, I'll buy your stuff. I just think this is cool, and I kind of want to make Nick jealous. And so they're like, okay, well, we've created a, a, a code for you to get 40% off, okay. which is like a legit amount yeah. off, and they have some really good shirts. So I like go back on their website, and I'm looking at all of their shirts and things like that, and then you know I pop over to social media, and of course they pop right up. And on oh the edge of my seat, what is gonna happen? In the post that's on my social media, it gives you a code to get fifty percent off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> what a weird tactic. Yeah, yeah. So, um. I, I really want one of their shirts, and I don't know if I can bring myself to it, but this is a decent story. Yeah. I like self-deprecating stories. Um, I've been DM'd a few times to be a brand ambassador, um, but it's always like, spam isn't the right word, but it's always something like not 
Like um, what I just experienced? Yeah, kind of like what you've experienced. Um, or a number of companies have DM'd me about Cooper oh, being a, a brand ambassador. Wow. But again, it's just like dog paraphernalia. Being, How do we they feel about the term brand ambassador? I think the word ambassador is very fancy and makes you feel like very important and uppity. So I think like it's meant to make you feel like very important. But really, it's just you get something for a discount and then you tag them in a post. Yeah. And it's not... So you've basically just given them money. Exactly. You've given them your business, which is well, which is fine. We'll still do it for you, people. I don't so, I, yeah, As long I don't as you're understand. not weird. So it's just a weird business model, I feel like. But then again, I've never tried to have any sort of marketplace on social media. So I don't know the difficulties of it. I don't either. And I don't think I will. So okay. onward. Onward, onward and to, upward. Yes. So this is going to be the podcast that puts us on the map. Hopefully. All right. So okay. first I have a question for you. Let's. So do you have it. any songs? Yeah. Any songs in particular that when you're like hiking or just even walking around, you like to listen to that feel nature-y? No, not nature-y. I have, there was one song in particular that came to mind while you were asking the question, but it's not Naturey, it's just um, has the theme of like living young and wild and free and just kind of like being adventurous, but not specifically in nature. Yeah, I couldn't think of any either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes I and I'll switch genres. Like I will be walking in a botanical garden listening to like nineties hip hop, like. Sure. So, but other times I think, you know, something a little bit more mellow, obviously. And that's apparently the way the world is when it comes to nature and things like that. So when I was doing my research and I kept Googling certain phrases, basically I I got nothing that said this song was inspired by a national park until much later. So... (laughs) There is one website, if you Google this, it will pop up immediately, and it has some really great music and history and facts. Um, Most of them are not national parks. They're like national monuments or something of that nature. Still really great information. And so my first song um, is actually from that, and the song is Buffalo Soldier by Bob Marley. Buffalo Soldier by Bob Marley. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know it. I mean, I know of the song, but like I couldn't. I was about to say, how in the world? I I have heard of that title before, and obviously I've heard of Bob Marley before. Like what? Um, but no, I couldn't. I I couldn't um, sing it for you. Well, do you have any idea how this song would be related to the national parks? Um, other than buffaloes being at one point in time an endangered species. In the United States? No, I don't. They're about to be again if I can get to them. (laughs) (laughs) Eat all the buffaloes. Okay, so I think this is very fascinating. So buffalo soldiers were African-American soldiers who mainly served on the western frontier following the American Civil War. And their main task was to actually fight Native Americans. And so they would, like, capture cattle rustlers and thieves. Cattle rustlers, I like that name. But anyway, so they they fought a lot of Native Americans. Um, no one knows why 
they were called Buffalo Soldiers, but it was actually the name given to them by the Native Americans. Oh. Um, so, anywho, Buffalo Soldier is a reggae song that if you have not heard it, um, I'm sorry. I'll look it up. I really, I really hope that the rock on top of you is not heavy <laughs> so you can push it off and go listen to this song. But it was recorded by Bob Marley and the Wailers, and it actually appeared on a record that came out after he passed away, oh. and it is his most famous song. I mean, it's very possible I know it. I'm just not a Bob Marley fan. And also, I'm finding that there are a lot of songs I know. I just could not tell you the title. So I might take that back, and I actually would have known it. But I'm also just kind of, like, making myself sound like I'm not a complete idiot. But you're not a complete idiot. Well, thanks. Um, So I will read it. (laughs) What? What are you laughing at? Because... Because I am a complete idiot? No, I had to burp. Oh. So I, that's why I went over there. But then it didn't make nearly as much noise as I thought it was going to. <laughs> so I, I grabbed some lyrics I'm not going to sing. Um, it's, I'm just a buffalo soldier in the heart of America, stolen from Africa, brought to America. Yes. Keep going. Is there more? Yeah. He's about to sing all of it. Oh. <laughs> no, that's great. Okay, yeah. No, I know the song. I just couldn't sing along or tell you the title. Until well, now. and at the very end of the song, it's... Ay, 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 Ooh, <laughs> she said she wasn't going to sing, but here we are. Okay, okay. Yes, I know it. I know it. Okay. So, back to, the na- back to the national parks. So, Buffalo Soldiers, like their white, white counterparts... Um, were among the first park rangers. And they would patrol parts of the West. So African-American army regiments formed just after the Civil War. They had been dispatched uh, westward where the soldiers were fighting the Indian Wars and were eventually given the name Buffalo Soldiers by the Cheyennes. And basically, they became the first park rangers. Exciting. Yeah. So I think, oh, here we go. Um, approximately 500 buffalo soldiers served in Yosemite National Park and nearby Sequoia National Park with duties from evicting poachers and timber thieves to extinguishing forest fires. So thank you, buffalo soldiers. That's awesome. Way to step up. Did it. All right. So one of the other difficult parts of researching music that were in songs inspired by the national Mm -hmm. parks is the fact that there is a band called the national parks (laughs) i learned that and they're not bad but yeah that definitely can be problematic in google searches whenever the band the national parks keeps popping up yeah well and as nick mentioned they're a good band they're Mm -hmm. an american folk pop band um from utah they have four members and uh, it's a, mostly a female lead vocalist. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were formed in 2013, and Young was their first debut album, and it ended up being number 13 on the iTunes charts. Oh. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, um, didn't know that. So they were pretty popular then, but on that, not that one, but another, um, what do you call it, record, album? I should know this album, by, yeah. by this point in all this research. Um, they had a standalone single, As We Ran, which was written 
for the documentary Love of the Tetons, and the group donated the first month of proceeds from the single to the National Parks Conservation Association. Nice. Thanks, yeah. National Parks. Yeah. Um, and that is a case where it is safe to say a song was inspired by a national park. Yes. Which was the the yeah. the goal of this episode whenever we first had the idea for it. So um, thanks, the National Parks, for <laughs> contributing to the original idea of this episode. <laughs> Thank you. The National Parks, the band, that is. Right. And the National <laughs> very, Parks, very the confusing. parks. Yes. <laughs> and the Conservation Association. So Thanks, everyone. I pulled some lyrics from a song. It's called Monsters of the North, and it's from their album Until I Live. Because I want to be like the wind. I want to run with you. Oh, we can be wolves howling at the great wide moon. I want to be by your side when we light up the sky for the world to see. Run, 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 run with me. Sounds parky to me. <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, so check them out. Also, there. this was a part of it that I could not um, wrap my head around talking about on a podcast. But there's a ton of instrumental music inspired by national parks. Yeah, and so like even if they're doing like um, a national park like ceremony of some sort, oftentimes people do write music inspired by that area, but they don't have lyrics, and right. I don't know how to talk about that. That would be very <laughs> challenging to do on a podcast. Beautiful music, though. Check all of that out. There's some very popular ones, especially right now. So I'm going to just tie all of this in a nice little bow with the song that I originally thought, if I put into Google, was going to be like, the song was inspired by the National Parks. Um, and it's one of my dad's favorite singers and so I've probably heard this song more than any other song in my life because it was just on repeat um Rocky Mountain High by John Denver mm-hmm. yes I know that one yes and so um it is actually one of two official state songs of Colorado oh cool yeah I thought that was nice um it was a U.S. Hot 100 in 1973 of course um and it actually um, was banned for a little while. We won't go into that, but if you're interested into why it was banned, oh. you should look that up. Um, so why why can't we go into that? Because it's a, I just don't think it's necessary. Oh, okay, okay. But I don't it, know if it was like we're family friendly here. Oh, that's why. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. Um, so the song has a ton of great lyrics. I'm not going to sit here reading them all to you, but um, I am going to pull a few out. Uh, for you. So the very first lyric in the song is he was born in the summer of his 27th year. So John Denver was 27 when he wrote the song. Oh. <laughs> well, Taylor Swift action. Some, <laughs> there we some go. nuggets and Easter eggs there. Isn't 27 like a really uh, bad age for artists to like Yeah, the 27 die. club. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry. And also So he was born. I apologize year. for like equating John Denver to Taylor Swift especially because John Denver like obviously came first and is like a very renowned musical legend. Um I just say that because right now Taylor Swift is in my mind because she just came out with two albums and her whole thing is like you know, Easter eggs and hidden messages and whatever. So that's really? that's why I say that. Yeah. Um, I went to eat or I picked up food at this place this weekend, and they asked you a question at the counter, 
Um, Java dog? No. Oh. No. It was, place. but that's how they defined what they were going to call your name as. Oh. So the question was, what's your favorite, like, um, holiday song? Uh-huh. And the person I was with was like, Mariah Carey. <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> Great answer. So, yeah, they just screamed out Mariah Carey. I think it's and we're so like, funny oh, when people say, Mariah Carey, and they don't even know the name of the song. Or like, I mean, All I Want For Christmas Is You is an entire sentence. You know, it's like not the most, um, like, elegant. Eloquent, eloquent, elegant, eloquent name Both. for a song, like a title of a song. Yeah. So I understand why people say Mariah Carey instead of like the actual name of the song, but that's funny. Um, I thought you were going to talk about Java Dog, which is a local restaurant that they have a trivia question. And if you answer the trivia question right, you get however much off your order. Which I've is never really gotten cool. it right. I've only gotten it right once. And it was, what is the only South American country that does not border the coast? And I believe the answer was Bolivia. Okay. So. I don't even know Bolivia is a South American country. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. I'm okay, back look, to yeah, our good back. old friend, Mr. Denver. Um, <laughs> Sorry for that. Tangent. No, I, I, took you, I took you there. It's fine. You just, we went there together. <laughs> you just held my hand and kept pulling <laughs> me. Um, uh, one of the next lyrics is coming home to a place he had never been before. These are really great, like, on our opposite lyrics. You know what it was? Anyway, so he and his wife had just moved to Colorado. Um, <clears throat> so then he said, actually, I'm not going to talk about that lyric because it's sad. But then um, why, why they try to tear the mountains down to bring in a couple more? So that's when they were bringing the Olympics to Colorado, oh. and they like he hated the fact that um, that they were like uh, commercializing Colorado, oh. which is pretty far in that direction now. Yeah. But my favorite lyric is, "I've seen it raining fire in the sky." So apparently he was on a camping trip with a bunch of buddies, and they had like a little floaty, and so he just went out on the floaty in the middle of the night. And was just singing to himself, and there was a huge meteor shower. And at Whoa. one point, he came back, and he thought all of his friends were asleep. But the meteor shower was so bright that everyone was awake, <sighs> and they saw one meteor that like apparently like spanned the entire sky Whoa. with its tail. That's kind of scary, but really cool. But really cool, and so definitely cool. inspired. Oh, and they were in the Rocky Mountains. Rocky Mountain cool. National Park. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, in case that wasn't obvious. Right. Great. And he was Rocky Mountain High. He was Rocky Mountain High. Yep. He was just... In the Rocky Mountains. Really enjoying life. Fire in the sky. Oh, that's really cool. I did not... I mean, I'm sure many, many people did not know the background of that song. It. Every single line in the song has a cute little story with it, and I think that's super cool. Very cool. So, those were all of... Those were all the songs. I just wanted to give a little Yay. heads up. It's hard to find. But um, if you want to write some music inspired by the national parks, you could be the first. You apparently. could be the first. Share it with us. Um, also, I looked it up. Paraguay, Paraguay and Bolivia are the only two landlocked countries in South America. So I don't remember the exact question that day in the cafe, but the answer to it was Bolivia. Um, and also... Are we going to talk about the um, song that inspired the title of our podcast? I thought about it. <laughs> At one point, you didn't even want to like play that song because you didn't want to like question the 
intelligence of our listeners. Oh, so of course I, like, I don't want to question the intelligence <laughs> of our listeners. Yes. I don't know. Um, which I guess is a good time to point out. If you did not understand the reasoning for the title of our podcast, Made It For You And Me, it's from the song, This, this land, land Is, is your, your Land. How does that... This land is my land. Well, that's not the tune at all. Cat's butchering it. I don't know the name. Is it the name of it? Made this land was made for you and me, or this land is your land? I think it's this land is your land. Wow, I don't even know the title. The title of that song, but um, but we do know that it's really hard to play on the guitar. I didn't know that. Was that all you got? The voice just came out of my I don't know. I don't know. It was like... But this was a good little episode um, on some music. Uh, do you have anything else to add, Kat? Any questions, comments, thoughts, philosophies, intuitions, or ambiguities? Mm, if you're going to wear all natural deodorant, you might as well not wear any at all. <laughs> Dang! <laughs> she said it. Okay. Well... That's a great way to close out our episode on music of the national parks. Uh, you can find this and many more episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at madeforyouandmepodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, NFYAM. Um, like and subscribe. Thanks for your support. And we will, well, we won't hear from you unless you do actually email us or DM us. But you'll hear from us soon. Yeah. We'll be your brand ambassador. Happy to be. And you're beautiful. Bye.